Good Friday afternoon. Welcome to Countdown to Game Time. Lee K. Howard along with Alex Walker. We are headed into another weekend of football for the Wildcats, this time on the road. First time on the road uh, for the Cats yep. this season at Mississippi State. And of course, they're coming off that tough, tough loss to the Florida Gators. Over 60,000 people will be in Starkville with those cowbells and we every every day at practice this week we've gone over there and you, they just have that crowd noise pumping to get their guys ready uh, and as and as uh, the coaches were saying like uh, this team is so young so they don't really know better. They played in a huge environment against Florida and that kind of prepared them for for a big crowd even though it was a home crowd right it was still loud pressure packed under the lights in prime time. This is a four o'clock game, but it's going to be a similar vibe down there. But this will be a true test for the team of how they're going to handle things. Yeah, it's a little different, though, when that loud crowd <laughs> is cheering for you rather Versus than against, against you. you. Yep. you know, there, there obviously is a, a big difference. I remember speaking of the cowbells, they've been blaring at practice on UK's campus this year. I remember it was last year, the year before, uh, when they were about to play Tennessee. Yep. They played Rocky Top on loop <laughs> the whole time. And so you just heard that. Of course, it's a catchy song, but it's such an annoying song. How much Advil did you need that Oh, night? my goodness. Uh, so here's my question to all of you watching on Facebook Live right now. What would you rather hear on loop for four or five days in a row? <laughs> Rocky Top or Cowbells? Because one of the two are going to stay in your, your ears. So if you'd yep. like to vote on Facebook Live right now, let me know what you would rather hear if you only had if you had to choose one of them and history uh, by the way not on Kentucky's side in terms of the series in Starkville cats haven't won there since 2008 right and two years ago their last trip there they lost 45 7 of course a different Kentucky team than the than the teams that have lost their under stoops in the past but still uh, it's a really tough place to play historically winning in Starkville for any team in the SEC is not an easy task so It'll be a test, and, and when, you, when you look at the top, Sawyer-Smith, for UK to have a chance, has to take care of the football. You can't yes. turn the ball over three times. Three interceptions, also had that fumble against Florida in his first ever start at UK. If he cuts those turnovers in half, Kentucky wins the game. So that's been a big point of emphasis this week. Take care of the football when we're in the red zone. Be careful and get the points. Yes. Uh, not only has the team changed quite a bit since two years ago when they lost at Mississippi State, both teams have changed quite a bit yep. since last year when mm -hmm. Kentucky won. So you can't really look at last year's tape too much. Uh, of course, Mississippi State had Fitzgerald as their quarterback, a, a very tough runner, a uh, big quarterback. They, they sent several guys on their defense to the NFL. And, of course, we all know what Kentucky looked like last year and how much different that is this year without Benny Snell, without Josh Allen, without that secondary, yep. and now without Terry Wilson. So both teams look very different. All right, so far we've had a couple people. Uh, Brenda says cowbells. She would rather listen <laughs> to cowbells on repeat. Emma says Rocky Top. A vote for Rocky Top. Okay. Now Matthew says on, on, you okay. Okay, Matthew, you cannot <laughs> vote. I can't say option A or B and you choose C. That is not an option. So that is not a vote. Uh, yes, we would all rather hear that. Yep, yep. Cowbells or Rocky Top on repeat if you had to choose one. So, But you're right. Ball security for Sawyer yep. Smith, uh, getting back to what you were saying, is, is definitely paramount for him and the offense to operate successfully. And that's usually the case when you go on the road anyway. But uh, we saw him with the, the fumbled uh, snap, which, you know, I, I'm going to give him a pass on that. The two interceptions... And I say two because the last one at the Mary. end of the game was a yep. Hail Mary, and, and so it's hard to count that as an interception. That's, that's kind of what you get in that situation. So really two interceptions 
were maybe it was a little bit on him, maybe it was a little bit on the receiver, them trying to get their timing, figure out what the route was supposed to look like. But I, I think he'll he'll clean some of that up, and that'll be big. So. Now, the other part, and I'll let you talk about this a little bit, the other thing that's going to be really big for the Wildcats this, this week is their run defense. Yes. They're going to have to play great run defense against Mississippi State, and the good thing is we saw them play excellent run defense against the Gators. They did, and they kept uh, P. Ryan and company to right. minimal yards per carry, which ended up being a big factor in that game. Uh, Mississippi State, you should know the name by now, Kylan Hill. Uh -huh. uh, he brings the whole package to the table. I believe he leads the SEC in rushing after he three does. weeks. So this kid is legit. And if Kentucky can keep him contained, it gives him a chance. Because like Kentucky, Mississippi State could be playing their backup quarterback on Saturday. Uh, Tommy Stevens, who at one point was a UK target to come here before Sawyer committed here. Uh -huh. uh, now at State, a little banged up. So he might not play. They have a backup quarterback who is a freshman, Garrett I believe. Schrader. Uh, Garrett Schrader. Is. So it's going to be uh, also one of those things where State might have a backup. They might rely heavily on Kylan Hill at least early to kind of get them in a groove. I talked to Stoops yesterday after practice and uh, specifically asked him about the two quarterbacks because both of those Mississippi State quarterbacks have played in both the last two games. And he said both of them are, are similar. Stevens is a little bit bigger guy, a lot more like Fitzpatrick, but they don't change their game plan much if either one of them are in. They like to run their quarterback, but it's different than like what Terry Wilson in Kentucky did. They run more of a power game with their running back as well. Uh, they're very, very, very good at running the ball, but they do have one very, very good receiver named Osiris Mitchell. He's really, at this point, been their only receiver. He has 13 catches on the season, three touchdowns. Um, he's a big target, 6'4", 6'5", think Ahmad Wagner type, type mm -hmm. player. So, uh, as, as important as the run defense is going to be, you've got to make sure Osiris Mitchell is covered, and, and that'll be a test once again for that young secondary of the Wildcats. And there are also uh, these, you know, clearly for UK, you know, that, that loss stung, heartbreaking, 29-21 uh, to Florida. Uh, Mississippi State, very similar experience last Saturday as well. They lost a tough game to Kansas State. It's going to be two ticked-off teams, and Eddie Grand mentioned that, that it's going to be which team can channel that frustration uh, on the field on Saturday is going to be the team that comes out on top. So both teams coming off of tough losses on their home field, right. trying to bounce back. And, and it's a cliche every coach uses, but Mark Stoops is 100% on with this one. You can't let one loss become two. And the good thing from practice when I was there on Tuesday is that when we asked about Florida, these players were kind of shutting it down. Like, look, you know, we, we got that out of our system. It's time to move on. And so I don't think sure. focus – will be an issue on Saturday. I think a lot of times as a player or a coach, it's almost easier to move on to the next game, even more so than a fan, because those players and coaches know they can actually affect the outcome of the <laughs> exactly. next game. Yeah. So it's And they know they have to. So it's much easier, I think, for them to move on, whereas you might still have some fans reeling a little bit from last weekend's loss. All right, we have Garrett says, only prescription is more cowbell. <laughs> well played. Well Facts played. Only. Yep. That's, that's certainly the case. Uh, the question, by the way, if you're just joining us on Facebook Live, uh, let me set this up. Kentucky has been playing cowbells over the loudspeakers at their practice all week long to get used to the environment that they're going to see on Saturday. Uh, and a year ago at Tennessee, when they played Tennessee, they played Rocky Top on loop all week long. So the question is, would you rather, if you had to choose one, listen to Rocky Top all week on repeat or listen to cowbells blaring all week on repeat, you can vote on Facebook Live. So far, I think more people are choosing cowbells than Rocky Top. Um, 
Yeah, going on the road, going to Mississippi State, certainly a tough test. Coming off of Florida um, loss, we did hear from Mark Stoops yesterday. I want to touch on this real quick. He says that Cash Daniel will play in that game. Maybe there was some question. Uh, there was a play in the Florida game that uh, kind of blew up on social media that, that, that really upset a lot of Florida fans. Um, Florida fans accusing Cash of, of going after the uh, backup quarterback Kyle Trask and trying to injure him after that two-point conversion when Florida took the lead. Uh, Cash, of course, gave his opinion on the matter on Wednesday. We, uh, we put that on our air on WKYT. So uh, there was some question on whether or not Cash would play. Stoops addressed it yesterday after practice. He said that uh, he addressed it with Cash. Yep. And there would not be anyone trying to play dirty or intentionally try to hurt someone. Uh, it has been uh, handled internally. He wasn't going to say anything else about it. And Cash will play uh, against uh, Mississippi State. Yeah. So in, and he obviously is a big factor uh, in this game. So we'll see how he uh, you know responds in, in this upcoming game. And uh, final thoughts from from me in, in terms of this game. A very critical juncture. I know it's early, but it's a critical juncture of the schedule for Kentucky because you have back-to-back road games: Mississippi State. South Carolina next Saturday, then you got your bye week. You right. got to win one of these two games to set yourself up for the rest of the season. So, critical game. It's a big chance for them to end an 11 year drought in Starkville. It'll be a close game. I believe you said the line was six and a half, uh, uh, which, which sounds nine. about right for, for a game right. like this in Starkville. Um, but I think Kentucky has a chance. If Sawyer Smith, the one thing you have to be careful with is a lot of times when you have young, or not young quarterbacks, but quarterbacks that have uh, a game with that many turnovers for you don't want to tell him to you know, ease off the gas a little right. bit because you want him out there making plays and you you want to have you, you don't want to have a short leash for a guy like that let him go out there and and throw it around because he puts a lot of touch on the ball so he's giving these playmakers big playmakers a chance to make plays and he has to yes. do that again if UK uh, has a chance in Starkville. Uh, one thing I really enjoyed about Sawyer Smith last week was just that he, he was not afraid of the moment. Seemingly wasn't afraid of the moment. Wasn't afraid to look downfield and make those big passes attempts. And I think we may have to live a little bit with Sawyer Smith doing that. He's going to make the big play. He might also make the big mistake. Yep. We'll just have to see what he does. But I'm with you, Alex. This is a, a must-win to an extent because of the Florida game and the South Carolina game coming up. You don't want to get into a situation where you lose three in a row and then you lose the fan base and you lose the morale of the team. I think it's uh, it's, it's a bounce back win for the Wildcats on Saturday in Starkville and the first one in Starkville in 11 years. Three and two going on a bye week versus two and three. There is a huge difference. There is a massive difference. All right. Thanks so much once again for joining us on Countdown to Game Time. He is Alex Walker. I'm Lee K. Howard, and we will see you right here next week.